Welcome to the Ride With Us podcast, presented by the American Coaster Enthusiasts, the world's largest ride enthusiast organization dedicated to the appreciation, promotion, and preservation of roller coasters around the globe. So please keep your hands and feet inside the podcast at all times as we welcome in your host. Hello, enthusiasts. Co-host Jessica Gardner here. Well, it's November. And as a theme park fan, that means you're about to hear a lot about the IAPA Expo. IAPA is the International Association of Amusement Parks and Attractions, and in November, they host their premier event, the IAPA Expo in Orlando, Florida. It's attended by amusement and theme park professionals, hotels and resorts, water parks, family entertainment centers, tourist attractions, museum and science centers, zoos and aquariums, cruise lines, you get it, everyone in the themed entertainment industry. And you can expect park announcements, ride announcements, coaster train reveals, but also panels, seminars, and of course, the show floor, where over 1,000 exhibitors have booths to connect with members of the industry. And of course, Ace will be there, but more on that later. Because first, earlier this year, IAPA Expo Europe was held, which is the leisure industry's premier event in Europe, and our very own Ace Europe regional rep, Yo Poole, was there, and he came back to the podcast to tell John Davidson all about it. Joe, welcome to the show. Hi. I'm tr- I'm just kind of a little bit curious. Why would I have you on a Ace IAPA preview? I think because we already have our IAPA Expo Europe already in September in Vienna and Austria. So uh, we're always a little bit ahead of the United States. So uh, for the big, big expo in Orlando, that's coming up in a couple of weeks. So um, we always have that over there and it's always on another spot. So this year it was Vienna, Austria, uh, next to Prater, a lovely, wonderful park with some great coasters and a very good old Ferris wheel. And the city itself is also very nice and very cultural and very historical. So if you ever have the time to visit it, go ahead and go visit Prater also because they really have some great coasters over there and some really good sleds rides. So. You're, you're so modest. You're like, well, I think it's because we already had our IAPA Expo. <laughs> so, so so that's right. Do you, you guys always have your IAPA about a month or so, maybe even two months before the U.S. IAPA Expo. Is that right? Yeah, that's correct. So uh, we always have it in September. Um, and it's last year it was in London, this year Vienna, the year before that it was Barcelona. And the year before that it was canceled because due to COVID. But it's always somewhere else, and it's always an, on a very good location. So for us Europeans, it's always fun to visit a great city, and you can do a city trip next to it. So uh, the thing is really why they do it up up front. I don't know. It happened, and they keep it like this. But when you talk with uh, boot owners, manufacturers, they're not always that keen about having it so close to the other one. Uh, because if they want to make some presentations about new rides or new coaches and stuff like that, mostly they're already shipped to the United States for the Orlando Expo. So um, it's it typically for the European market then. It's not really globally. So uh, And that makes it even more fun because I can see all kinds of people. I see 
park owners from Europe. I see managers from Europe. And uh, it's also for me, and especially for Asia Europe, a network event. So we do a lot of our networking, We're running around, walking from one boot to another boot. And uh, honestly, after two days of the expo, I think I run more than a marathon, something like that. <laughs> That's right. Definitely walk more than a marathon. So I'm a little jealous, not that I don't love Orlando, Florida, but it, I was a little jealous. We were talking about every year you've got it in a different country in Europe. So that's, that's a pretty cool, uh, differentiator, I guess. Yeah. It's, it's really nice to, to do it like that. So, and you always have also different events going on. So, uh, because the editors from IAPA, if you want to join them. I did only once, once a couple of years ago. They're really interesting and they do always different parks and different things. So it's, it's really fun. And especially that ACE is a member of IAPA opens a lot of doors for us. And, uh, it's really, really nice to be a, a member of the IAPA association. So, um, thumbs up for ACE on that one. So uh, it's, it's a big advantage. Awesome. Well, before we get too far into the uh, IAPA Expo Europe, um, tell us a little bit about, uh, like, what's your home park? Because Europe is a pretty big place. Yeah, my home park is Plopsa Indoor. That's only 10 kilometers from me. I it's I think about six miles or something like that. It's a small children's park with one zero roller coaster. But my favorite park is a little bit further away and it's a four hour drive for American standards. It's next to next door, but for your beans, it's really, really far away. And that's Europa park. That's still my favorite home park. And, uh, that's on the only park where I have a resort pass for. So that's my annual pass. It's only for Europa park. I don't have any other ones and I try to visit as much as possible for the atmosphere, for everything. Uh, we have in a couple of weeks our Winterfest over there. When Ace goes Europe next year, there will be three days at the Europa Park. So and they're always building some amazing stuff, like the new roller coaster will going open next year. They have a new area, Croatia. So it's always fun to see stuff over there. So and I love it, and uh, it's still one of the best theme parks in the world. Uh, even they didn't win the golden ticket this year, and and it is well deserved by Dollywood. It will not always have to be a rope apart. Uh, it's still, the standards are still high and I love that. So that it is definitely on my bucket list personally. So have you always been into coasters then? Um, when I was a little kid, I got addicted to riding roller coasters. Uh, I love those stories. Tell me more. Yeah. The thing was when I went to my grandparents to team parks, uh, I was a kid, I only wanted to do the roller coasters. I didn't want to do the flat rides. I didn't want to do the dark rides. I only wanted to ride and re-ride roller coasters. So uh, my first roller coaster was a Wildcat, a Jumbo Jet from Sportsgolf, um, Looping Stars, the first Arrow Cork Cruise, Ficoma Cork Cruise, those little things. If you now look at these roller coasters, you go like, oh, but on the <laughs> other end. That stars and those uh, Schwarzkopf coasters, people would m murder somebody to ride those things now at the moment because they're quite unique and they're still fun. So every time that I can see some very old Schwarzkopf, an old wildcat or anything like that, or a jet star, I'm always thrilled to ride those yeah. things more than once. So 
That's right. Regular listeners to the podcast will know that there's a sports cost documentary in the works. So more on that, but not for a while. Bringing us back to the expo, when was your first uh, time uh, going to an expo? The very first EOS Expo. That was the very first one. I only missed one expo due to illness, but I've been to all of them. Seville, Barcelona, London, Goldberg, um, Austria. That was also the first one in Austria. So it was now my second visit over there 18 years ago. So Paris, they were all around Europe and I've been in roller coasters for a long time. So uh, uh, clearly, clearly, so we're, I love we're just getting more and more jealous the more we talk. <laughs> no, the thing is really, and it's, it's when you get a hobby and you exaggerate a little bit about your hobby. Um, and you're not only interested in riding roller coasters, but also in technique and stuff like that. I want to see what's happening on the market. Um, then you have to go to an expo. The first editions, I paid always my entrance ticket. So uh, it was a little bit expensive, but in the beginning. But then, then at a certain moment, people get to know you because they see always your face. You're getting older, you're getting people to know. And... Uh, then people just give you, okay, here's a code, you get an entrance ticket from us and stuff like that. Then at a certain moment, I got on the press list from IAPA. And so I'm always getting out one or two tickets for my team for getting, join me and introduce them to the amusement sector because most of those don't know what it is. And they're always quite surprised that, that I have to say the networking and everything and the news, what you get and the inside info is sometimes really, really so important and so classified that you can't say anything about it. So, um, and that makes it also special because people know that they can trust us. Uh, they trust me and, uh, and sometimes they tell me and ask me things about certain projects in the future. And they say, what well, you think about it? And I'm, and sometimes I'm being really honest. I'm saying, this is good. This looks like, sorry to say the word crap, but it's, it's like, it's like that. And also some other people, some team parts came, um, I always, I just want anecdote in Rome when I was there at the APA Expo, the park manager of movie park in Germany came to me and a friend to show us some kind of sketches about the new, the roller coaster ride and everything. And I just asked him, who is going to build it? And he said, Joe, just follow me to the boots. Just follow me. And you know where I signed the contract. And I was standing next to him and he signed the contract for a new roller coaster. And uh, the fun part was I had to go keep my mouth shut. And when they announced a press conference, um, in his little speech, he just thanked me to keep my mouth shut. And the uh, people were going like, how the hell did he know that? And we didn't know. That. I said, you have yeah. to go to Rome, guys. Every What happens in Rome stays in Rome. Sorry to say it like that. I have to tell everybody, don't tell me anything that's supposed to be a secret because I won't remember what I learned from a presser conference, what I learned from side conversations. So I'm just like, if it's secret, just just don't, don't tell me. So, no. so, so now we know you can trust Joe, but you can't trust Sean. <laughs> so, so let's dive in. So you gave a you gave us a great overview. If you, if you've never heard of IAPA and everything, so so now that you've done that, let's let's do a deep dive into this one from last month. 
So can you fill us in maybe on your favorite press releases or some of the news that came out? Yeah, there were two, because it's based on Europe, and there were only really two big announcements. One was from Vicoma uh, and Emerald Park at the boot of Eurovision uh, to talk about, uh, by the way, Emerald Park is in Ireland. It's the only theme park in Ireland. They have also the Chulang Coaster from Gravity Group. And they have a new big investment coming up with two coasters of Vicoma. It's an SLC 2.0 and Family Boomerang in a new area. And they had a really big, nice press conference about it. It's all inside information about it and everything. And we streamed that live on the on the socials of ACE and a lot of people were looking at it. So I was really keen about one. And I'm really So that was more than just a new coaster. That's a whole new area. Yeah, it's not only two coasters. There will be also some flat rides and stuff like that. So they were really talking about the whole area, but more focused about the Goma roller coasters. And uh, the other one that was really special also for me, that was because it was in Australia, in Australia, Austria, not Australia, that's a little bit other side of the, ro- all the world, but in Austria, and they don't have kangaroos in Austria, so it's Austria. Um, it was uh, the press conference at the MacBoot um, regarding Fantasia. Um, they're going to build a big dipper um, roller coaster, and they were announcing it also on the MacBoot. It was a very, very, um, to say intense press conference because the owner of the park died this year and uh, you can see the family standing there and to announce that big project probably he also was involved in and they signed really the contract over there at the boot and uh, they didn't show much more but uh, we have now contacts with the park and as soon as they can give us more information we will get them and we will join join them to everybody I spread them out by the ACE Socials Europe and also the ACE International Right with ACE Socials. So uh, we're waiting on that one. And um, you got other boots like uh, new innovation stuff like uh, Tritech is always something new at uh, at uh, an expo, even as it's in, um, I've been in Europe or in America. I've really been impressed with them in the US version because they're really stepping up their game. Um, so did they have uh, some samples that you can uh, write there? Um, they had some samples and they were also uh, talking about their latest dark ride, what they installed together with Bold Move, a Belgian company in La Paul in France. I was lucky to be invited by them for the opening of that ride. So I... Spent two days in La Paul, a really nice park in France, by the way. So if you're ever in France, La Paul is in in middle of France, one hour and a half away from Lyon, in the middle of the country. It's a partly zoo theme park. They have some really good roller coasters, not the very big ones like uh, you used to in America, but uh, and also a very nice zoo. And they have on a small indoor surface together with Triatech and Boldmouth. They have Champs de Folie and it's really, really great. And they were talking about that one also at the expo. Uh, even Bold Move was talking about it, but also uh, Tritech was talking about it. So I was really, really happy to be part of that, to see the ignoration of the right and to, if you see how they speak and how passionate they are, 
You know, Ernest, the CEO and the owner of Triotech, um, he's so passionate about his company, his business, and always, every time that you come by and stop by by their booth, they always make time for us and they talk about new stuff and everything. And I think it's also a little bit because we speak French and they're from Montreal, so um, <laughs> makes it also a little bit easier for me. So, uh, <laughs> so who else was there? Uh, everybody on the coaster side. Every, from, just, just everybody. everybody. Um, of course, I already mentioned Vicoma. Um, Vicoma, I know for years already. You're, I even have some friends over there. I, in fact, I've got friends every, almost every at every uh, coaster manufacturer because I'm going so many years already. So Vicoma was there. Um, Mac was there. Mac rides uh, also the two boots. The other side was the VR coaster. So they're really already thinking about VR and still on the coasters. For me, it's just a gimmick. I'm not really keen on VRs and roller coasters. It's more annoying than making fun of it. But um, Gravity Group was there. Great Coaster International, CGI. Intamin was there also with ABC rides. You had also RMC standing there. B&M was there. They, people just talking about their, what their new installations to us. And they asked me, what do you think about that coaster or that coaster? For example, Sophie Bullard asked me, well, like, what do you think about the new roller coaster in SeaWorld, the surf coaster, the pipeline coaster, sorry. And I had to say, honestly, to her, I didn't throw it yet. I'm going to do it before the APA Expo and I will come to you boot and tell you what I think about it. So um, you make these kinds of agreements with each other and they're quite keen about what a, an entity, coaster enthusiast about we're thinking about the roller coasters. And that's mostly what most of the people asking us during the tour on the expo is, we have a new installation over there. Did you wrote it? And how did you, how was it? Did you like it? And everything like that. So in fact, we're not only fans, but we're also very good feedback to them. I think I'm not always being that I kind of some new installation. Sometimes I'm really saying like, this could be better. This could be more. And I gave sometimes really funded critics on some roller coaster, what they just built. And people like that. It's not always found. This is what you're doing. This is not what you're doing. So, uh, and it's the same thing. Like, um, I know the people from water also very well. And, uh, the head engineer from sales, uh, we're always having discussions and I know I once said a really hard critic on a spinning coaster, what they built a couple of years ago in Bobby Allen. And due to the fact that I was really going like that, and every time that I go on the boot, it's more about talking about private life and socializing than really talking about other stuff. But because you're, you're creating some kind of a really good bond between each other because you're really honest about a lot of stuff and you're not going there just to grab some folders or getting some free stuff or anything like that. Uh, I'm passed away about those things. You're over the free merch. You just, you're there for the, yeah, for the relationships. It's, it's really like, sometimes I get some stuff. Um, I never ask for it. They just offer it because I don't want it really to, if I'm, I can give an anecdote when I was young and just starting, I grab every folder when I could grab and I'm going in with 20 kilograms of paper back home. And, <laughs> and I was hey, going like, it's all the stats. Long. You got to get all the stats. 
Yeah, but then <laughs> later on you get into it and you know, okay, if you have a you have a booklet of Figoma or an Intamin folder or a Mac folder you about know, older you know you that on, online, right? Yeah, but the thing is also, it's not always every year different. It's it's mostly, it's keeping the same thing. And now with going green and everything, it you can find everything digital. So you don't need to put everything. And it's even more fun running around the expo with no luggage or anything like that. So uh, just with your cell phone. Back, and backlight. I like it. That's a good tip. All right. So what about besides, you know, we're all coaster enthusiasts, but there's also a ton more to to a... Yeah, I have the expo and that's the show floor. And there is a lot of the coasters but on the outskirts of all the coasters. Did you make it around and see any other trends in the industry? Yeah, I saw some really good trends. You know, I'm not that keen on VR. VR is getting a little bit less space on the floor. By the way, the APA expo in Austria was the biggest one in Europe until today. It was really huge. And um, VR is... In the past, you saw a lot of VR stands. Now you can see only the, uh, some of them. They're still there. The hard ones, the really good ones, the good so ones. That's the, the key. good ones. Really the good, good ones. ones. Yeah, not the small, low pixel screens. Yeah, the where you really have a good, I need to say, good in in atmosphere, a good ride, a good thing, and you can try them out. So that's also the other thing what you can do over there. So you can try them out, and people asking it's. I did some really good stuff over there on VR. was was really good with simulation stuff like that. Um, I'm so happy that pinball machines are really, really getting back into business. And you see them more and more. In the past, you had only one or two boots standing there with pinballs. Now it was much more. And even the old ones are getting back. So it's not all about the new stern pinballs. I'm really keen on that one because I got by myself also pinball machine. So... So just, just a, a little clarification, like, so you mean like old school, like all of the knobs and everything, not just the digital screens and the stuff. Not the I mean, digital, like the, you see more, you see still the digital screens a lot because they're the brand new stern rollers thing. But you see yeah. some, I saw really, really old ones with uh, non-digital and okay, you got the dot matrix thing on it, but uh, they renovated some old stuff with LED lights and they're just showing to the public that you can, that they're still there. So. I'm There's really happy about, with that. Something about that good funk and those, uh, those, 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 all of those uh, sounds that those uh, old pinball machines used to make, right? Yeah, you don't have to tell me that one. I've got two very good ones over here in my <laughs> house. You know, I know what it is. We play a lot of it still. Uh, uh, I'm sure there's a, I'm sure there's a coaster pinball uh, overlap somewhere in there. It could be, but uh, I don't have any coaster pinballs. It's just Indiana Jones one from Williams and Lannis. Oh, well, well, they had a roller coaster tycoon pinball machine. So there is at least yeah, one crossover. <laughs> I'm not that in, into that one because I don't really like it that much. Uh, no, but Fair. the thing is... So what else? Arcades are coming back. Arcades um, are coming back? Right. Yeah. It's, 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 you see a lot of things going on with, with where you can buy tickets and win tickets for prices, stuff like that. The cash machine, I call them drain cash from people and you get silly uh, price and you go back home. Um, that's, a pet, about, that's a pet peeve of mine from, from being a father of kids. I, I call them the, uh, you know, the, uh, the, 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 uh, pin, not pinball. So we just talked about pinballs, so pinballs, like the jackpot of the kid, the kid thing where they just press the button and find out if they won tickets or not. Those things drive me nuts. 
Yeah, it's like at least play a solid game. That's the thing. Was really there was also claw machines. Yeah, you could claw with the claw. But here you could. There were stuffed animals in it, and if you had the one with your claw, you could keep it. So, (laughs) yeah, I don't think we've talked about that. But for for those uh, newer Ace members who've ever thought about going to IAPA, a lot of times the food's free samples and all the games are free play. And a lot of the prizes, like you said, a lot of the places are actually giving away the prizes with those things. You said already, there's also food samples, uh, new stuff, dipping dolls. And you got Spiralo, that's that's really good. It's a Dutch company. They're standing there already for a couple of years. And you see them a lot in European team parts. I don't know if they're already over there in the United States, but it's like a, a potato. Got like a spiral on a stick and it's like yeah. chips. And oh, they yeah, we, we definitely are, have those. Yeah, you have those. So. Different flavors, cheese, yeah. spice, and, uh, uh, you chili peppers. Freeze, so if you're hungry, you just go over there. You will have a snack. <laughs> the fun part is always a long queue. I know the owner very well, so she gets me just see me, he goes inside, he said, grab me one. And he said, this is for you, but you don't have to wait because you have to do the floor. Um, but I'm always- Hey, now you're, now you're just showing off. No, I'm not showing <laughs> off. I'm no, not I'm always just doing that. Sometimes I, uh, I don't want to do that always. I'm just like everybody else standing in the queue and waiting on my, on my turn. But, uh, but, but I do think that that brings up an important point since this is our quote unquote IAP Expo kickoff is that, is that there are a lot of time it's the people you meet, the fellow ACE members you run into, the park contacts you make. And, and I think that that is a really a pretty unique experience if you've never thought about going to a, uh, one of the expos. So anything that uh, we left out or forgot to talk about before we talk about a super yeah, secret? About about the the expo, there was something that I really want to mention. Oh, okay. You have a lot of things like ticketing, lightning, all kinds of stuff, technical stuff for a team park, flat rides, hush was there. You, you can buy a lot of things. But there was something special this year in Austria, which you can try out. And I did it with my assistant rep from Eastern Europe, Sarah. Um, we did battle cards. Uh, battle cards is something, it's uh, electric go-karts. Yeah. Uh, in a hall. Really? Uh-huh. In a hall, where you can play Mario Kart in real life. <laughs> oh, yeah. Honestly. So, like- was it was amazing it was un, un, unbranded mario kart of course yeah but it was not mario it was like mario kart it's the same idea you go you drive you you go on an icon you get a big little screen then you, you, you got all barrel uh, so you stay you picked up you picked up the boost and then you can then yeah, you have the you button the of the boost. oh and that's that's pretty cool it was really, cool really idea. yeah it was really fun and I know the price, but they asked for it and everything. So they want to try to sell it to me. Said, I, it's a little bit, I'm not really keen on the franchising formula. So, and not it was a lot of money to install. So, not, but not good for you. Really, really fun. It's, <laughs> you can try it out to any ACE member listening to the podcast somewhere in Europe or in the United States. When they show up over there. Go try them out. It's really fun. And. Don't book just one session, book two sessions, because the first session is a learning session. And yeah, you're going to have fun. Honestly, you will have fun. Sounds good. I want to switch gears because when I introduced you, I left out one of your roles. 
And that is you are on the International Planning Committee. Is that is that the right title? Yeah, something like that. Um, I'm helping together with Jimmy Titko and some other uh, nice colleagues. We're helping Cherry Armstrong with Ace Coast Europe trip next year. And so anything you can kind of glean into us podcast listeners? Um, we have a lot of really nice theme parks in Holland. Belgium, Germany, and Poland into the sleeve. And, uh, we have already some confirmed EFTs. So um, I'm not going to sp- put everything uh, on this in the podcast, but it's a two-week one, and it's really, really nice. So uh, for all the Americans who want to come over to Europe, come over. It's really, really good. You don't going to regret it. And I can be, you go to the Efteling, you go to Blopsal and Tapana, you're going to do the Rite of Happiness. You go to Holiday Park, you definitely go to Europa Park. I mentioned that one already up front uh, with the new roller coaster. Um, and I will tell you the EFT is confirmed on that new roller coaster for Europa Park. Um, Ride to Happiness is confirmed. So uh, you have some really good, really good uh, roller coasters going up. And also, I think we're be at the Dusseldorf fair. It's going on your own. Uh, but I think because it was not there this year, there will be Olympia looping probably next year again, if it not goes to Prater again. Um, because it's 78 at 87 lorries for building up that roller coaster and it's a lot of uh, logistic effort. So what yeah. they do now is selling it out and renting it out to team parks in Europe and it was standing last summer in Prater, but it's not standing every time over there. So I cross the fingers that it will be there. Alpina Bahn will be there. I'm certain about that one. So that's a really good sports controller coaster and Olympia looping. When it's standing next to it, you're going to have two really great coasters. Um, but there are some other great parts over there. and You're going to have so much fun. So that will be fun. Really for them. Yeah. And do we have dates finalized yet? It's 7th of July next year. It will take for two weeks. So it starts on a Sunday. Uh, it's the Saturday of July till the 20, 20th of July, 21st of July. So it's a two-week trip. So, and I know there are a lot of other colleagues in age and volunteers working in lodging, transportation, all kind of stuff. I'm really involved in the park planning, so contacting the park. So I'm really keen about using my contacts for A, so... Uh, I'm happy with it. And a lot of people are looking forward to, parks looking forward to see us. So uh, I'm happy with that once. So that's for Ace, uh, for Ace America. So it's an international trip. And of course, we have also with Ace Europe our own trips next year. So we still have, again, the Spring Fest, the Scare Fest, the Summer Fest, and the Winter Fest. So and that will be fun also. So if they want to follow you guys on the social media, do you know your handles off the top of your head? This is a quick. Yes, it's uh, you go to the Ace Europe uh, Facebook page or the Instagram page, and we also have a special page called Join the Ride, where all our events are standing in, and where you can apply to the events, where how much it costs, where you have to be, what will be the program, kind of stuff. At the moment, there's only still Winterfest open, but close tonight, so uh, the thirty first. So by the time you're hearing this, unfortunately, you won't be able to sign up for that. But remember, 
All the national events are also posted on ridewithace.com underneath the calendar. And uh, Joe, I just want to thank you for coming on the show, giving us a high level of IAPA, telling us about how ACE is the same in Europe, but how the IAPA Expo is different in Europe. Um, any parting comments or words of wisdom from across the sea? I just say, if you go to the IAPA for the first time, just go there, enjoy the show, look around. You're going to see a lot of amazing stuff. And uh, if people are selling on their boots, just let them sell on the boots. And just, if you want to ask them a question, just ask it when they're free. They're going to appreciate it. And they see somebody enthusiastic standing there and waiting their turn off and not being rude and interrupting something that could be a very important sale for those companies. So uh, if you do these things, just and enjoy it. Just enjoy it. And it's going to be a wonderful experience for everybody. That's great advice. Thank you to Yopool for coming back on the show for that inside look at IAPA Expo Europe. It's definitely got us all excited for what might be revealed at IAPA Expo next week in Orlando. And now for an announcement. As I mentioned, ACE has a booth on the show floor and some of our volunteers will be there and members of the EC, they'll be there working hard to get the word out about ACE, to find new members and to keep our connections with the park and industry professionals strong. But also members of the social media team is going to be there working hard for you to make sure you hear everything that happens. And that includes us, the Ace Ride With Us podcast. We will be bringing you not one, not two, but three episodes from the show floor. Our team will be working overtime and we hope that you're as excited about it as we are. And I hope I don't lose my voice. The first episode will be recorded right after what is usually the busiest day for announcements, day one. Then the second app will cover days two and three. And the third app will cover day four and include a wrap up of the whole week from ACE President Elizabeth Ringus. And to make sure you see all of the work our social media team does at IAPA Expo, be sure to follow us on Facebook, X, Threads, Pinterest, LinkedIn. Make sure you're subscribed to ACE's pages on YouTube, on Instagram, TikTok, and Discord. Follow ACE everywhere to stay on top of all the Coaster and Park news coming out. And of course, to hear what your ACE membership has to offer. Thanks for listening. Hope you get to ride a coaster today. Ride With Us is produced by the American Coaster Enthusiasts, a registered 501c3 organization. Visit ridewithace.com for additional information, and we will see you at the parks.